This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Our sponsor this half hour is Jace Medical. Jace is helping pay for all of the overhead for the Blaze by sponsoring these. And we appreciate uh, their sponsorship. Jace is a company that I believe in so much. Drug shortages have hit a record high. They just did in December. Right now, there are 295 vital medications that are not readily available everywhere they should be in this country. That means things as basic as amoxicillin. Amoxicillin, it's better. I mean, that's. I mean, didn't that come out like in 1810? I mean, amoxicillin, you can't get it. That's why Jace is here. Get the Jace case, J-A-S-E, uh, medical.com. Get the Jace case. Personalized emergency kit contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. But you can change them out depending on your family. Like my daughter is allergic to amoxicillin. So she needs something else. You can make this completely personalized, including including uh, including all of the things that your family takes, and you can have a year's supply. Please be prepared. Go to JaceMedical.com. JaceMedical.com. Make sure you use the promo code Beck at checkout and you get a discount. Welcome to the program. We are going to run down just the headlines um, because there are so many stories that you need to know. And maybe you haven't subscribed to our newsletter yet, but there's a ton of stories that all need just to be touched on so you're aware of them. So we go there next and we begin with the border and Cary Lake. All coming up after 60 seconds. I'm a big fan of the free market, as you know. I think the people who founded this country understood that the best way to exist in society was to strive toward a balance of freedom and moral responsibility. We don't need Christian nationalism. We need Christian civilization. That's all up to us. Moral responsibility personally. One of the reasons I love partnering with Patriot Mobile, their mission is to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always. That's their mission. That's set by having that, that sets all kinds of things in motion. For instance, 
We always do the right thing. We offer a great deal. We offer a great product. We don't hype things that aren't true, but it also sets a goal for all of the people that work there that in our off hours with our some of our profits, we go out and we help people save the Constitution. Why are you with any other cellular company? Patriot Mobile, the only Christian conservative mobile co- phone company, I think in the world, but definitely here in America. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Peck. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. By the way, did you see the uh, latest that uh, that um, Joe Biden said that he is he's actually fundamentally changing the economy? Listen to this. Cut one, please. We have a big fight in front of us. We're fundamentally changing the economy of this country. And everybody's getting a little worried about it. The very powerful. Some are seeing the light. But changing the economy, taking it from an economy that takes care of those at the top. Oh, my gosh. And changing an economy that gives people who built this country a fair shot. That is the biggest lie I've heard they are fundamentally transforming the economy. We are moving away from a free market. We are going into an a totally different public private partnership that the elites and you know this because you see it all the time where the elites are the ones who make the rules. They partner with the government in ways you can't. The government protects them as long as they're doing what the government says. You can do whatever you want. But you need to scratch our back. We'll scratch your back. This is the literal definition of fascism. You know, Hitler added all kinds of great things, you know, in fascism like, oh, I don't know, killing millions of people. But Mussolini didn't. Mussolini didn't round up the Jews. And he was a fascist. Public-private partnerships. The government will direct who and what you make, what you sell, who owns the company, etc., etc. You can do all those things as long as you partner with the government. That's what's coming, and it only helps the rich. If we're fundamentally transforming this, and it's getting worse for the people who actually build the nation, do the work, and the elites are getting richer and richer and richer and more powerful. Well, then your plan, if that was your plan, isn't working. It's getting worse. All right. So let's just go through some of the uh, and we're going to come back and talk about these at length. But um, the Arizona GOP chair has resigned. Okay, now this is Jeff DeWitt, the guy who you know, was on that tape that we played yesterday where he's like, listen, Carrie, I'm just saying I got a call from back east and, you know, they can offer you a job. Just just stay out of the news for two years and then maybe come back then. You know what? I mean, really well-paying jobs. I'm just saying it was so smarmy and so awful uh, that he resigned. And he wrote yesterday in his resignation letter um, that uh, that he was going to resign. He wasn't planning on resigning. He said, I started the morning saying, you know, I'm in for the long haul. I'm going to fight this. He said, but 
I said things that I regret, but I, when I realized when hearing Lake's recording that I was set up, I believe she orchestrated this entire situation to have control over the state party. And it is obvious from the recording that she crafted her performance responses with knowledge that she was recording it. Of course. Of course. That's obvious. You're not going to have, first of all, he, she couldn't uh, orchestrate what you were saying. Right. But she was orchestrating what she was saying. I want to be very clear here. Well, we're all always on? orchestrating what we're saying. Yes. That's part of what the brain does. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you could argue her motivation. Maybe it's not to take control of the Arizona GOP, but everything else he says is obviously true. She recorded it. It seems like she knew uh, she was recording. She it. She knew she was recording it. Right. Um, I don't think she obviously released the recording or someone released the recording. It's Still? obvious that it was. Let me ask you something. Yes. We've been in situations before with mm-hmm. former employers where we have had the conversation. Why don't, why don't we just take a phone in and just hit record? <laughs> well, I think everybody's had that thought. Right. right. I don't do it because no, I, I, I think it's strange. If you think that you strange. are dealing with somebody who's grimy, mm-hmm. okay, um, you have these conversations and tape them just for, you know, insurance policies. It does happen. I, right. I, I understand why people do it. Now, normally, now his point in this letter is that he thought they were friends. <laughs> now, I don't know. I mean, maybe he did think that. And if if you're, you know. You're, you're not my friend if you're, if you're. Um, suggesting a to me dollar job yeah that you, <laughs> that that you kind of are become totally unethical <laughs> no abandon I don't. your principles hey Stu, mm-hmm. as your friend i'm just saying heroin is really re- you've never had anything really well as a friend try that if as, i'm just saying that as a friend now i can get you some i don't but I got some calls down south. Is this real? Or are we? Or are we still doing a bit? Uh, no, I, no. We I, are recording this. Yeah. I, look, if you're friends with someone, you wouldn't you wouldn't treat them this way. I, I think what's clear here is maybe he did believe he was friends with Carrie Lake, but Carrie Lake did not believe the same. Correct. Correct. <laughs> I think that's what we're, we're detecting out of this relationship. Correct. Now, look. So this is what he says. Um, uh, Lake's team gave me an ultimatum. Resign today or face the release of a new, more damaging recording. Hmm. I'm truly unsure of its contents. Now, is that because you had lots of conversations that were worse than this? I said all sorts of crap. I have no idea which one she's going to release. Right. I'm truly unsure of its contents, but considering our numerous past open conversations as friends, I've decided not to take the risk. I'm I'm resigning as Lake requested in hope that she will honor her commitment to cease her attacks, allowing me to return to the business sector, a field I find much more logical and prefer over politics. Dude, you were the head of the GOP in Arizona. Really? And getting into business? We don't need any more tapes. They they were struggling when you got in. They had a million dollars. I think they're in the hole now, $55,000. So business, probably not the thing for you either. But, Do you think um, that she will honor that? You know, was her goal just to get him res- to resign or was it more of I don't making- know. I, 
I, know, I have drawing to tell you to the campaign and all these other things. I mean, I would hate to, you know, I would hate to destroy a man. Um, but I mean, if your goal is to root out uh, corruption, if because what he, this recording does, it's not about just DeWitt. It's more about the call from back east. That's if that's true, right? We don't know, obviously, if that's true or if he's trying to, you know, suggest this himself, trying to make it true. But oh my god! Well, we don't know. We we don't have no yeah. evidence yet, other than yeah. just we have we have an indication that it would be interesting to know, and yep. we should look into it. There's no doubt. Yep. The question, I guess, is though, if you've, you he obviously knows he said a lot of other stuff that would get him in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, if and, you said I've got a lot of tapes on me. You know, and believe me, I do. <laughs> I, you know, I would be like, okay, Uh-oh. I got it. Right. And I would come out and say, there's many things that we talked about. I don't know what he's claiming he has. And, yeah. you know, we've been friends for a very long time. And there might have been jokes that went back and forth or whatever. Well, but right. I've never done anything wrong. Bring it on, brother. Bring it on. Mm, maybe. I mean, I, I think there's also a path of like, oh, gosh, I don't know what she has. I'll step down. And you said if her goal is to root it out, is him resigning rooting it, it out, out? Right. Like that might be so. enough for her. Um, and, and of course, if that's the promise she made, she probably should honor it. But on the other hand, that doesn't mean you don't look into what happened with the back east call. Yes, that's still a big part of yes. this and, and and largely more important than uh, what's going on at the Arizona GOP, right? Like if this stuff is happening to the Arizona GOP, it's happening probably in every single state. And it would be nice to know the background of this. How does this happen? What are the mechanisms that are making these decisions for uh, for our local politicians, mm-hmm. the ones that we're supposedly mm-hmm. voting for, supporting, who's controlling the back end of that process? That yeah. would be nice to know. So I was going to do, you know, a whole rundown of all the news, um, but I don't think we're going to be able to get there because uh, that was story one, number one. That was good, and, though. Uh, yeah, it was one. really good. It was very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the next on our list is what Governor Abbott said uh, yesterday. And... Jeremy Boring tweeted out, this is probably the biggest constitutional crisis since the Civil War. I think he's right. Mm. I think he's right. Now, we've got like about a hundred of those going on right now. But this one is based in the Constitution. Uh, What Abbott said yesterday is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, And he is constitutionally correct. The Constitution says... That the government, the federal government, has control of the borders. However, if the federal government is not doing its job, a state can uh, declare an invasion and take care of it themselves. Now, we've had five states join on and say, yep, this is an invasion. And so the Constitution allows the state to override any federal uh, enforcement because the Constitution says if the government's not doing its job, then the state can say this is an invasion, which clearly it is, gang. And the state has control because the feds lost control of it and lost their ability. That makes total sense. It is clear that the Constitution is not a suicide pact. 
if the federal government is not doing its constitutional duty, then the state has a right if it's an invasion. Now, let me ask you this. Do you remember at the beginning of this? Do you remember when he first got in and all these people started flooding in and how the media kept shouting, this isn't an invasion. This is not an invasion. That's crazy. People who are saying this is an invasion. It's not an invasion. Hey, you know what? This isn't an invasion. Look at that. Sure doesn't look like an invasion to me. And I thought it was really weird that they kept bringing this up and they were pounding over and over. It's not an invasion. I'll tell you that right now. They knew. They, I'm not saying that the press had any idea, but somebody was directing the press to make sure they were like, hey, anybody says this is an invasion, you got to hammer that because that's just dangerous talk because that's how they framed it. No, it wasn't dangerous talk. It was constitutional talk. Somebody very powerful and influential, maybe groups of them in some administration, maybe the administration of the Southland Corporation, you know, they do they do, you know, a little bit of 7-Eleven and then they also have invasion talk. Uh, and somebody said, quell the invasion stuff. Make sure that's stamped out. And now you know why. And now you know why. Because if it is an invasion, the states can protect themselves. This is going to be quite interesting. It's going to be fun to watch, isn't it, Stu? Oh, it's going to be uh, very interesting to see how this plays out, Glenn. Yeah, I, I mean, I could get upset about it, you know, or I could touch grass, uh, you know, just to reroute myself, you know, uh, or I could just say, huh. Nothing I can really do about it. It's going to be interesting and kind of fun to sit back, eat some popcorn, and watch this whole thing unfold. So that's where I'm at. More on the, uh, on the letter uh, and the other states' responses and what the Democrats are saying at the top of next hour. Stand by. Taking one-minute break, Lynn wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She said, I tried the trial size to see if it really would help. With the trial size, she said, I noticed a significant change in my dog within a week. She's an older dog. She had many issues through her life. At first, I noticed the change in her eyes. She was more alert, and her eyes were bright and wide open. I should try this. I ordered it again, and I'll be giving it to my other dog. Hopefully, it'll do some good for him as well. It's a great product. Thank you, Rough Greens. Uh, Lynn, thank you for trying it. Um, the one thing I noticed immediately was my dog would race to the bowl and lick it clean. That was phenomenal. That was for me worth the price of admission because I couldn't get our dog to eat uh, for years. But then, and it might've been in the first week and just seeing it, just him running to the bowl, he became much more active, much more spunky, always wanted to play. Uh, I mean, it gets to a point where it's obnoxious. It's like, Drop that ball. I'm not playing with you today. I'm busy doing other things like watching this limited series on Netflix. Okay. I'll take away your rough greens if you don't learn this lesson. Anyway, maybe that's just me. If it's good for your dog, it's most likely in rough greens. And Lynn says the same thing about it that I do. 
get the uh, just get the trial bag. It's free. You just pay for shipping and feed it to your dog for about a week. If you got like one of those little rat dogs, you know, the little that thing probably lasts you a year. Anyway, roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or you can call 833-GLEN, G-L-E-N-N-33. 833-GLEN-33. They're going to give you your first trial bag for free. Call them now or just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. I had Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick in studio uh, last night. Um, he, the Lieutenant governor is also the head of the Senate. Uh, and he's, you know, he's pretty Alamode out, you know, uh, he's like a real Texan. And I, uh, I, I asked him, I said, is Greg Abbott, is he from Texas or is he like me? He just got here as soon as he can. And he said, both of us are, you know, not originally from Texas, but we've lived here for a long time. And I'm like, he said, why? And I said, because, you know, Florida is showing Texas up here. Now, this statement that our governor gave, this, the thing that you have to understand about Greg Abbott is he's an attorney. He's a lawyer. And because of that, he's very slow and methodical, like really slow, like three years slow. Um, but he's when he moves he takes big steps uh and i think this one is a huge huge step the press and the left they're crazy about this um but we talked about the border what texas was going to do what they're working on all of the things in last night's episode of of glenn tv you want to watch it uh if you're a blaze subscriber you can you can see it at any time on demand but also if you go to YouTube and my channel, or yeah, I think it's youtube.com slash Beck, you can see it while it lasts, while it lasts. Um, all right. Some of the other things that are in the news today that I think are kind of worth uh, looking at. Um, Biden is now looking at backing out of Syria. Did you hear this? 900 uh, troops in Syria and they're all being attacked all the time by, you know, Iran, basically we're in a proxy war. And, uh, so, you know, he thought, you know, maybe we should pull our troops out of there because then they won't be attacked. And I thought to myself, Oh my gosh, that was a really good idea when Ronald Reagan did it in Beirut. Oh wait, no, that's what taught Osama bin Laden that we would budge and that's what brought down the World Trade Center. And those were his words, not mine. Maybe that isn't a good idea to pull out uh, in Syria. I mean, I'm going to leave it in his hands because what we did in Afghanistan. He's on top of the he stuff. He is on yeah, top of you're it. You're right. Just you trust know? him. Just trust and, him. Bidenomics uh, is working. Butt cancer guy. Is he even back yet? Uh, Glenn Beck. Because he makes good decisions as well. Um, all right. Stu's looking at me like, I don't even know who that is. Oh, yes, you do. 
Um, all right. Realestateagentsitrust.com is our uh, sponsor right now. Say you want to sell your house. The idea sounds simple. Guess you've never done it before. If it sounds simple to you, you're like, oh, you know what? That'll be fun. No, it won't. Let me assure you nothing about except cashing the check. Nothing about that is fun. It's the same with buying a house, especially right now. If you don't have the right real estate agent who is really on his or her game, you can really be in for a very long and horrible experience. I don't know. I can't generally stay in one place for very long, so I've bought and sold houses and always on the losing end of the deal, usually because I lose my job in a recession, and we have a lot of those. But anyway, years ago, we started realestateagentsitrust.com, and it was out of my own frustration. I don't know how to find the right real estate agent. We do it now. We'll pair you up with the best real estate agent in your area. It's uh, We're not charging you anything for it. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Oh, there are so many things uh, going on with our open borders, uh, you know, and you know what, before we go on, let me apologize for something, because when I say I made a mistake, you know, I'll always tell you first. So let me start the uh, let me start this segment with a with a deep apology. You know, we've been playing this um, this uh, clip of the Middle Eastern uh, migrant who says, like, you know, soon you'll know who I am. Do we have that clip? Can we play that, please? If you are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Okay. Very now, I immediately jump to a guy coming across our border, sounding Middle Eastern with that kind of arrogance. I immediately go, you know, our government can't vet you. Uh, he sounds like a terrorist. How bigoted. How unbelievably bigoted, how, how hateful of me, you know? What if he's not an Islamic extremist? What if he's the guy who Joe Biden has been waiting for because he has the cure for cancer? Because, you know, we've been waiting now three years. Joe Biden said he was going to cure it in his term. Uh, and this guy's, you know, he has the answer, but he's sitting over in Iran. It's not easy to get the president on the, it's not even easy to get a phone call from Iran to the United States. You know, he could be beheaded. Hey, what are you doing calling uh, the United States? I got the cure for cancer. I was trying to get it to him. So he can't, he's got to be quiet about it. He's trying to get across the border because you'll know his name. He said, you know, you're not smart enough. I don't run in the cancer doctor circles, so I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that, is that even, I mean, why wouldn't I jump to that? It's cancer we're talking about. Of course he comes across the border illegally. Legal immigration takes so very long, you know, or maybe he's, you know, one of the best, you know, shawarma chefs out there. Okay. You know, possible. He's making that meat and he's probably from France. I heard his accent, and I immediately think the guy's from the Middle East. Have you been to France lately? Most French people now sound like that. I don't know what happened to the accent, but they all sound like that. And I immediately say, oh, he's from the Middle East. No, he's probably from France, and he is a great 
shawarma chef guy. And he's like, I'm the next Gordon Ramsay. And here you are calling me a racist uh, and a terrorist. I know who the racist is and I don't know who the terrorist is because you're you're saying this sh- simple shawarma chef from France is what if he's the world's best chess player? I didn't that didn't even occur to me. World's best chess. Remember what he said. If you're smart, you know who I am. Now, it takes a lot of smarts to be a chess nerd. You know what I mean? Uh, and, I, you know, I don't know. But if you play competitive chess, you better watch out because in the end, to you, he probably is a terrorist. Murdering pawns and kings and rooks left and right, higgledy-piggledy, diagonally. You know, he's coming for you. Uh, or, or this. Did you notice how melodramatic he was? When he's like, you are not smart enough to know. Soon you will know. It's like Mr. DeMille. I'm, I'm ready for my close-up. Maybe this guy's a great, I don't know, dancer or actor, you know. And he's just trying to get to Broadway or Hollywood. I mean, he's probably a great actor. You know, and practically the face of DEI. I can guarantee you the next Netflix show, that's probably who this guy is. Next Netflix show or Broadway musical We'll all know his name. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How did I not remember? Don't you know who I am? Remember my I mean, I think that shows how bigoted I was. I should have known and remembered. Soon you'll know my name. Oh, my gosh. Fame. So, wanted to start with the apology. <laughs> It's good to it's good to to start with that to let people know. Hey, uh, I'm not perfect. No, we make mistakes, and, yeah. and now we have a chess playing uh, dancer, dancer shawarma chef, chef who cured cancer. And, right, and they're here, and, and he's thank, definitely thankfully. French. So, well, yeah, obviously French. Yeah, clearly. I mean, how did I miss that French accent? Anyway, um, the uh, GDP report is expected to show the uh, U.S. economy at kind of a crossroads, like. Or it's getting better, one of the two. Uh, and that's coming out today. Um, it it mm. did come out, didn't it? I think they're saying that the, the annual rate was something like 2.5. The fourth quarter was 3.3% growth. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for the year, I believe it was 2.5%. Oh. Saw one economist calling that stellar. Stellar? Like, what? where mm. have our expectations gone that 2.5% yeah. would be stellar? Yeah. But apparently stellar yeah. is how we're supposed to think of that. So Bidenomics is working. It is but. working. Well, they're actually saying uh, Bank of America said, you know, this is it, the economy is uh, slowing. Um, and, you know, that's because consumers are out of money. Uh, and so, you know, they they're just running out of money and they're running out of space on their credit cards. So it is slowing. However, however. Goldman Sachs came out and say, you know, if we look at the full year GDP, uh, you know, and we're at 2.8, what they think is really happening is, no, we're not collapsing. Yeah, nobody has any money or anything. But the government, the federal, state, and local governments are spending so much that, uh, you know, the Q3 growth was a full percentage point up. And uh, that was because of government spending. So, and you know, when the government spends money, oh, that is sustainable, you know? 
it can they can just keep spending it and that creates jobs and they're making a great product of um uh well they're making things and uh and that's really great by the way since the government got involved in our healthcare which has been oh i don't know forever um you know the goal of the obama administration was to fundamentally transform america and they had to do it. They had to start with healthcare because things were out of control. Remember, you'd have like a three to five percent increase, you know, and you'd be like, this is crazy. And so Obama stepped in and he gave us Obamacare because we were going to save all kinds of money. Um, but uh, hmm, the state of New York's public health cost has increased uh, now 48 billion to 109 billion but that's just from 2019 to 2023. So the uh, the the health costs uh, for New Yorkers is now up 78 percent in the last three years. So I don't think that's uh... also in the show prep today. You will see that the uh, European Central Bank is asking the banks to monitor social media for early signs of bank runs. Now, this is something we told you about two years ago in uh, one of the, I think, the first book of uh, the uh, World Economic Forum and ESG. They were saying that they'll have to shut down people who are giving you mis and disinformation about what was happening in the economy, even if they were right, because they could upset the balance uh, of things and they could cause bank runs. So, now, uh, social media, because it can amplify shocks to liquidity, and that's what I think about social media all the time. I think, man, the shocks to liquidity that could come at any time. So they're now monitoring, not that the banks are having any problems. No, 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 they're not saying that. They're just saying, look out, because somebody could start a bank run. Why would they have any problems in the middle of a stellar economy, Glenn? I I know. Uh, know, This is how people don't understand it. They don't understand. I wish they just understand that their financial (sighs) future is so much more bright than they understand at this point. Yeah, that's the that's the problem with all these people. By the way, uh, the the uh, the mayor of New York, he is great. He's just declared a new environmental crisis, and. You're thinking, what, could the world get hotter than it is already? Oh, yeah, sure it is. But there's a new environmental toxin that is out there, and it's uh, social media. Hmm? Hmm? Now, I can't stand social media, but how is it an environmental toxin? Uh, Because it's in the environment, you know, it's out there in the environment. And who else is out there in the environment besides everything? Uh, People. And especially children, the most vulnerable. Do you not care about children? No, no I, I care so about they're, children. So they're breathing in this environmental toxin uh, every day, and it's making them sad and depressed. And uh, quite honestly, these social media companies are predatory, just like the banks were. And they're, they're deniers, too. And so it's an environmental toxin, and uh, it needs to be regulated. Just that doesn't this doesn't highlight at all an example of why these rules get misused 
right? Like, no, this isn't a, an example of like, well, what if we don't like something? We call it a toxin. Is it in the environment? Sure. Let's let's regulate it. Hey, the environmental crisis is expanding. Mm. OK. And I hate social media. I hate with social every media. fiber of my everything being. he said about social media. I'm fine about with. not giving it to kids. Yeah. You know, holding these companies accountable. I'm 100 percent. But an environmental emergency, and it's a new environmental toxin, uh, which has done more damage than acid rain could ever have. I mean, well, the earth was destroyed by acid rain, but we, we struggled through it, and we mm. rebuilt the earth. Um, Somehow. But now, a new one. That's, uh, that's fun. Things can be both boring and important, right? And I think we've forgotten this recently. Boring and important are an important in intersection in our lives. Mm -hmm. And process falls right in the middle of that. Process is boring, but it's important. So when you decide, I don't like social media, you don't retroactively reverse engineer a something that might kind of fit into some law to get it done no matter how, how you want to. You have to follow the process and the law to get to the outcomes that you want. And sometimes the process and the law won't allow you to have what you want. Hmm. Sometimes if you really want student loan debt to go away, you but can't what if I have make, it. What if I make a public-private partnership with mm. like everybody in the media Oh, no. You know, and the banks. No, you still have the Constitution that stands in the way. Yeah, that old dusty thing. We got to get rid of that. Yeah, that is... You know, it's, an, it's another environmental toxin, quite, honest, uh, quite honestly. The Constitution is an it, environmental toxin. It's in the right. environment. It's old. It's dusty. Oh, yeah. Think you of the breathe dust in, you're yeah. breathing in when you go see that damn mm -hmm. thing. Uh, That's that We can get this all thrown out if we can just figure it, that out. Is it in the environment? Yes. Of course it is. Of course it is. Is it toxic? Dust is toxic. At, it's at super so, Almost everything is toxic at some high level. Right. Water is toxic at some high level. So. So just ev everything is And is, is water part of the environment? Damn right it, it is. is. Damn right it, it is. is. Let's, Let's ban, ban water. Ban water. Ban water. Okay. Let me tell you about uh, Tunnel to Towers. Uh, out of the ashes of the 9-11 tragedy, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has risen to the challenge of supporting America's fallen, injured, and homeless heroes and their families. Are we too sarcastic? I mean, I'm not being sarcastic about this. I'm just wondering, are we too sarcastic? Because I sensed a little there in that, well, the whole, like, last 50 minutes. Anyway, uh, Gold Star Fallen First Responders, they get smart homes. They have homeless veteran programs. They honor the sacrifice made for us by those who risk their lives for us and our freedoms, whether they're on the front lines overseas uh, or in some country that none of us know we're actually fighting a war in, or maybe they're just fighting a war and they're a, they're a cop and they're fighting a war on the streets of America and they, they die on, on duty. These people need to have their families taken care of. That's what Tunnel to Towers does. It's on a mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you, and 95% of every, 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to the program. That's a really good uh, bang for the buck. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. You know, our government doesn't honor, they dishonor so many of the sacrifices. Let's be a part of the solution. T2T. 
the number two t.org t2t.org get even more glenn subscribe to the glenn beck podcast anywhere podcasts are found this is the glenn beck program You know, can I just uh, rant on what was one of the greatest companies uh, in the world? Boeing. I grew up in the Seattle area, and my grandfather worked at Boeing. He was a, a machinist um, and the union shop steward, believe it or not. Uh, my uncle was one of the executives on the uh, final inspection team, uh, and he was really relentless. And he used to always tell me, do not fly on any plane other than a Boeing. He said, they're the best in the world and we have high safety standards. Now, with that said, he also never flew on a plane. He was like, I see them put together. There's no reason they continue to fly. Uh, So he never flew on a plane, but he was part of the team that did all of the safety inspections uh, throughout the process. And there was great pride in our family with working at Boeing. Boeing has become this woke piece of crap that just wants to make money. And they have people running the company that are not engineers. Now, I don't know about you, but I think flight requires some pretty smart engineering. And they just went for the money and woke. And they have destroyed this company. Federal Aviation Administration Wednesday halted Boeing's planned expansion of its 737 MAX aircraft production, cleared a path for the manufacturer's MAX 9 to return in service in the coming days. Uh, But Boeing is done. Unless there's a fundamental transformation of Boeing, that goes back to the basics of engineering. They will wipe this uh, company, this legendary American company, wipe it off the map, and it will forever be a joke. Wake up. The Glenn Beck Program.